0: Tov. We are continuing by Vayishlach. And yesterday we set the scene for Yaakov's confrontation with the person slash angel in the, the famous fight of the night, the one in which he gets his hip dislocated, mm-hmm. the, <clears throat> the, the very, very puzzling and cryptic fight. Unfortunately, we I do not have any good answers for what this all means, <laughs> but there are hints. There are going to be hints, and I want I do want to draw your attention to the reason. So, so just to begin, does the pasuk or do the psukim tell us who this person is, what this angel is? The psukim don't tell us anything, and even when Yaakov asks the name, he doesn't give the angel. The angel doesn't give. But what does the midrash say about the angel? Oh, different. That it is uh, representative of Esav. So is the Satan. Also, well, this, this is Satan. I, I don't even know. There are probably ten interpretations. <laughs> but, but so one of the things that we are going to explore is why is the midrash insistent on the fact that this is Esav? Now, in terms of a storyline, of course, it makes sense why it would be Esav. Why it represents Isab? at least the angel would represent Isab. Why is that? Because, many reasons. I mean, but, but the first reason is because Yaakov, as we said yesterday, is going in terrified to the next morning's confrontation. So he's already, so he's already thinking about it. So what would he be thinking about? Well, if he's getting a nivuah, or if some angel is going to approach him, you would assume it's related to his meeting the next morning. Otherwise, what? Otherwise, the text really is difficult to understand. But now there are also textual hints that prove that this that this is uh, actually is related to the story with Esav. So we're going to see those today. And Yaakov was left alone, and a man struggled with him until the Uh, the until the break of dawn. And he saw that he could not succeed him. Mm-hmm. So he touched his hip or whatever it is. And Yaakov's hip got dislocated in the struggle with him. So who couldn't who was not able to the angel. succeed whom? The angel could not overcome Ya'akov in this battle, in this struggle. Okay? And uh, and he and then as a result he struck him and dislocated his hip or something like that. So then the angel says, "Send me because light has come, the the morning has come." He said, "I will not send you unless you bless me." Mm-hmm. So he says to him. What is your name? So the angel says to him, <laughs> What is your name? And Yaakov says, My name is Yaakov. Lo <laughs> <By Yomer, laughs> Yaakov, od shimkhah, Yisrael, mm-hmm. Ki Elohim, Anashim, vat-tukhal. And he says, Your name will no longer be Yaakov, Rather it will be Israel, <laughs> Because you have fought, and you've, You have fought, And you have striven with the gods or slash God... So, so here it translates as divine. The, the, right, the divine, because it's an angel, not yes. God himself. Uh, the interpretations, there are obviously many, but it could be the godly men, yes. the strong men, but then it's probably referring to the divine or at least the angel because the next part says it's imanashim and people. So, because you've striven with the divine and with Amen. respected people or men... And you've succeeded. So Israel, in this case, comes from the word sarita, which means to contend with and to fight against, and to be able to overcome. So Yaakov asks and he says, "Please say your name." And the angel cryptically says, "Why do you ask my name?" And he just blesses him there. Strange. <laughs> Very no, no way he's gonna give the name. Okay, that I, I, I have no idea what it means. But <speaking in> by <Hebrew> Elohim So Yaakov calls the name of the place yeah. El. Yeah. This is a very important pasuk. He calls the place Piniel, Kiraiti Elohim Panim El Panim, because I've seen the divine yes. face to face, and my life was saved. <speaking in> by <Hebrew> And now the sun shines when he's passing penuel, and he is limping upon his thigh. Now the narrator interjects mm-hmm. with a halachic insight, mm-hmm. which is very rare in this part of Tanakh. When we have halachic insights interjected into our sukim, uh, the, um, but but yes, the pasuk basically says that up to, Until today this is the road. right. Therefore the children of Israel eat, They do not eat the sinew of the thigh vein Which is upon the hollow of the thigh Until this day You're right this is a Why? Because, is suddenly... because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh Even he, uh, in the sinew of the thigh vein Okay So uh, what other pasuk in the Torah What other time in the Torah Have we seen the Torah interject? very similarly oh, yeah. oh. with a halachic insight in the middle of a story. Oh, in Bereshit we had it, in Parashat Bereshit. He said, whenever he was describing Adam, Rishon, and Chava, he said, that this is the reason why man leaves his mother and father and, and to, clings to, and gets a wife. Yes. And that was a narrator's interjection. That yes. had uh, nothing to do with the story. Yes. So this is a very, this is a very similar uh, textual technique that it is narrator's interjection, interject, interjection giving us a halakhic, uh, halakhic consequence of Yaakov's fight with the angel. Okay. So, um, do you know what I want to do? Let's see. Uh, okay. Let's read the story of Yaakov and his and his meeting with Esav also, mm-hmm. because that's going to be very important to understanding the, 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 the fight with the angel. Okay, Pasuk so Yaakov raises up his eyes and he sees Esav mm-hmm. Ba and he sees that Esav is approaching. And with them are 400 men, and he separates the, the children by Leah, Rachel, and by the, the Shefachot. By awesome. so it seems like this was one of the two camps, meaning he had his own family in one camp, and then there's maybe another camp. Yes. And then now yes, he's splitting he up did. this camp even more. So making it a, a, tur- a third camp? No, but he's splitting up this one camp into four divisions, based on the, based on the matriarchs, based on the mothers in each Think. So each one. Oh yes, yes. Seems like it. I'm just reading. Each one Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I mean, yeah, 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 right. Uh, Rachel just, is the last one. Yeah, 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 I'm just right. reading yeah. what it says. So. Yes, 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 yes. And he puts the Shefachot in front, and then he puts Leah and her kids in the back with Rachel and Yosef in the back. But right. But he goes in front of everyone. So Yaakov puts himself in danger and he bows to the ground seven times until he approaches his brother. And Esav runs to him, and he hugs him, and he falls on his neck, and he kisses him, and they cry. Nice. Yes. It's a good... It's a good uh, yeah. But we're not sure if it's really... So in the Midrash... Yeah, is the... In, in the Midrash... So one of the interesting things, Rashi, and his, his whole interpretation of this story, is going to be that Esav is, has is, has bad intentions throughout. Yes. It's hard to see in the text, but that's what Rashi says. For example, if you look at Rashi on Vaish yes. Shakehu, what does he say? He says something like, Esav tried to to B- bite, bite his bite neck, yes. but then Esav's neck turned into stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it becomes uh, like a piece of stone. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. It's okay, it's okay. Uh, yeah, let's find the word. So he's commenting on the fact that if you look at the word, there are dots on top of it. Yes. So he first says that, he first says the typical interpretation, which I saw was filled with rahmanut, with mercy and he came and he hugged him. And then he says... And then there there are those who explain that the dots on top of it, mean that he did not hug him or did not kiss him with his good, good intention, intention with, his, yes. with his whole heart. Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, she'esav Because we know, Esav always hates Yaakov. It's a law. Ela rachama beotah she'av Oh, but then Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says, typically, Esav hates Yaakov, but here, uh, he was filled with uh, he, he was filled with mercy, and he kissed him actually normally, meaning the the whole question is these dots on top of the word by and the kissing is that what is it trying to tell us because you see dots on, the, on this word by they're, they're very strange so one opinion says it 's trying to tell us that he didn 't kiss him with real intent, another midrash says no it 's trying to tell us that Unlike all other times when Esav hates Yaakov. This time he had mercy. This time he did have mercy. So there are various interpretations that Rashi brings down. Let me see if he brings down the thing with the, the, ne- with the neck. Ne- I don't know ne- if I it's think. even in Rashi. Maybe just be in the Midrash. I think it's in the Midrash. I mean Rashi is quoting Midrashim. so Midrashim. Yeah, well, he doesn't say. Okay. Next. Vatigash so the shifachot come, the maidservants come, them and their children, and they bow. Also Leah and her kids approach, and they bow. And then Yosef and Rachel come, and they bow. So then he said, what do you mean by all of this camp which I met? Meaning, what, what is this, all of the people you sent in front of you, all the gifts you sent? And then Yaakov answers, to find favor in the eyes of my master. Mm-hmm. So Yesaf says, I have a lot. My brother, keep what is yours. <laughs> right, tarot. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob says, no. If I have found favor in your eyes, please take this gift from my hands. Because seeing your face is like seeing the face of the divine and it's made me happy. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> and he says, please take the gift or the blessing, the birchati asher that has been brought to you because God has great given me grace and now I have everything. And he presses him and he takes. So first of all, why is Yaakov so insistent on Esav taking the gifts? Because this is the way that he can, in a way, bribe him. That, you know, it's not only bribing. Appeasing, so appeasing. It's, it's appeasing. So if you have a grudge against someone, the number one thing you don't do is accept favors from him. Yes. Because if you want to maintain a grudge, you don't want to owe the person anything. So Yaakov is trying to prove to himself that Esav is, is not holding a grudge. If Esav... Takes accepts. the gifts If he accepts the gifts Then now he's putting himself In a position Where he then owes Yaakov And if he owes Yaakov Then he, for sure His grudge is gone So when Wainaisal first says No I don't want to take the gifts Yaakov says It's, it's not about the gifts It's about I need, I need emotional comfort that Freedom Emotional yeah, freedom I need to know That you're not actually Still holding a grudge So he presses him And he takes it Now obviously You caught on To what, where I was headed yes. um, Let's find In the psukim In the meeting with Esav, let's see if there are any similarities to the meeting with the angel. The angel. Okay? Yes. Um, uh, but before we even get there, I, want, I do want to point out something that Tony Aziz sent me in an email. Uh, here, he sent me, he sent me like this. He said, Hi, uh, as discussed, I noticed that when Yaakov and Esav meet in the parasha, they are both described as Vaisa et Enav. You mentioned in the previous parashah that usually this means some kind of Ruach HaKodesh. This is just something to think about. I agree that it's something to think about. Do you want to see what Rashi says in the words of Problem is my Khumash doesn't have Rashi. It's okay. That's which why is, we have two of is, them. It is rare that that's, doesn't have that's, Rashi. That's, that's why we have two of them. Okay. One second. Let's see if he says anything on Va'isa Atan No, yeah, yeah, Rashid doesn't comment on that. But, but maybe that, that may support the idea that the meeting with the angel was some kind of nebuah, was some kind of meeting with an angel. Meaning if it's going to be an angel, then whatever that experience was, whether it was happening in, 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 in an awake state or in a dream state, it's, same, it's, it's, it's practically nivuah. I mean, any interaction with yes. an angel is right. some kind of divine experience uh, that no you doubt. could call nivuah. No doubt. no doubt. Right? So so it is a little bit shrouded in mystery. Maybe the fact that they both have va'isa in the main in the body of the parasha, when they meet each other, maybe it's going to show that, I don't know, there was some nivuah taking place here. Hard to Hard to tell. Um, so that's you, you that's one interesting it. point, right? You cannot you can't discount it. Well, okay. So so other points that are similar to the I, I found two, but I think there are more. Okay, there's one in that whenever he, he subdues the angel and he takes control over the angel, he says, "Please give me a biracha." Please bless me. Here he says this, and then here he says, <laughs> "Take the blessing that I have brought for you." So against the angel, Yaakov is asking for a blessing. And now against Esav, he says, take, take he's, say, he's saying, Taking, take so a blessing. So, he, he ble- blessing so, so one father. thing that's for sure happening here is that all of this is because of that original blessing. Yes. The original Birakha. Yes. Meaning, take my biracha now because I'm trying to appease Thanks. you yes. for the biracha that I took from our father. Right? But what's interesting is that even by the angel, he's asking for a yes. So it seems like by the already by the angel, he's asking from the angel to give him biracha, meaning to confirm that he earned the birakha. And then his meeting with Esav. He's giving Esav, Esav biracha in a way to appease him. Maybe it could be. I'm just saying this as a thought. But I, I, it could, uh, uh, the more I think about it, the more convincing it sounds. From the angel, what is the birakha that he's receiving? From the angel Is the blessing that the angel gave It's a, it's a blessing that's less materialistic yes. And more related to His relationship with God And, and or, or his I don't know some, Something yes. that's less it's, materialistic Yes for sure. But in the blessing of Esau, What the is the blessing is Not he's, blessing uh, right, Materialistic Right exactly And what is the blessing that he's giving Esau? It's not, not materialistic it's, no, to, no no The blessing that Yaakov is giving esau Purely materialist Yes He's, giving he's just him giving all, him gifts yeah, All the gifts All right. the gifts So maybe And I actually did read this interpretation So I'm not, I'm not making it up myself Maybe what Yaakov is realizing now Is that That beracha that I originally took from Esav That materialistic beracha, That return. one is not that important Because that's not what's going to make Am Yisrael succeed it, there is something else about Am Yisrael It's way more important than our materialistic so, so I success the material. I don't need So then Yaakov him. goes to Islam And says you could have the materialistic yeah. Barakha Because if you remember when Yitzhak blessed him yes, yes, He blessed him first with materialism yes. and, and then, after then uh, only after when he was that leaving was the Dukhan, real, that, that, was that was the real, real Barakha of Abraham yes. so, so maybe Yaakov realized That I didn't need that first Barakha even I just needed the second one This I read so, somewhere I don't even remember what so I read here, So here he's, he's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Now, now he's giving it back to Esav, and and he's letting Esav have the materialistic because it's. it's so the it, way it, he's, saying whatever I gained materialistic in all these yeah. twenty-two years from that blessing is. Yeah, yours. you could have it. It's not, it's not important to my success as a nation. And now the second relationship is mm. whenever he says, he when he says, take my biracha because God has given me a lot, and I have everything. Mm. But seeing your face this is like the divine. It's like seeing the face of the, the divine. divine, and it's made me feel good. So yes. that's, that's that's what Yaakov says to Esau. Yes, yes. Now let's remember what he said to the angel. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pasuk 31 in Makom Bet. Yes. He called for the place Piniel. Panim panim yes, because I've seen, seen the, the divine, divine. Face, to face. face to face, and my life was saved. Very, very similar pasuk. Exactly. kir'ot <laughs> And then in the 31, it's panim el panim So now, that's two examples. I think there are more. I think there are three more hints that I'm not... I don't remember off, right off the top of my head right now. But we'll stop with that, with a lesson in the brilliance of the Midrash. Whenever we see Midrashim, people have the, the tendency, the people who are more... who, who like to understand things more rationally... They see Midrashim and they immediately write them up. They say, what is this? What's going on? This is Esab. No, this is an angel. And then you have to read the text closely and you see carefully. And then very often only after reading the text very, very, very carefully, you see why the Midrash is saying the things it's saying. The Midrash is saying that this angel is an angel of Esab because there are very, very close parallels in the text between the meeting of Isav and this meeting with the angel. And when you combine that with the fact that Yaakov is likely thinking about Esav the night before, and he's, he's very, very scared, and who else would he be meeting the night before his meeting with Esav, you come to the conclusion that maybe it's even the Pshat that this is the angel of Esav. Maybe it's the Peshat. You know, you, we say, oh, it's Midrash, it's not Peshat. But sometimes the Midrash is so compelling because of the textual relationships, that you could even say that that's the Peshat. So I'm starting, the more, the more times I read it, the more I'm thinking that the Peshat is that this angel yes. is a representative of Esau yes. in some way. And yes. now that's, it's our duty to try to Actually, understand it. Actually, that was the fight that he had to win to right. be able to get the peace. Maybe, maybe that was the fight he had to win in order to succeed the next morning yes, in yes, his... Yes. By the way, wh- I think one of the comments in Rashi is that the only reason Isav came out to him with peace the next morning Was because the previous night He lost to him in the struggle <laughs> I, I heard that I think Rashid so, says it somewhere so, I didn't read Rashid this year So I I, I don't know where so he says it So that's it, it that's, that's why That could be Right That could be yeah, Okay Wow that was beautiful